Hey, good people. Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome to the Bet on a Black Woman podcast with your host, Sab Jackson. Excited to be here. I'm always excited to be here and talk to my people, talk to my community. Today, you know what? Let me start with you. I want you to think to yourself as I ask you this question, how are you holding up? How are you holding up? How has your week been? How are you holding up? So for me, I I am, this week has been up and down, uh, but I am still okay. Uh, I still am okay. Like I'm somewhere between O and K. Uh, I read my Daily Stoics. Daily Stoics is a, it's a um, Daily Stoic by Ryan Holiday, and it's 366 meditations on wisdom, perseverance, and the art of living. So today's Daily Stoic for July 5th is good people will do what they find honorable to do, even if it requires hard work. They'll do it even if it causes them injury. They'll do it even if it will bring danger. Again, they won't do what they find base, even if it brings wealth, pleasure, or power. Nothing will deter them from what is honorable, and nothing will lure them into what is base. End quote. From Seneca Morale Letters. And what this is saying is if doing good was easy, everyone would do it. And if doing bad wasn't tempting or attractive, nobody would do it. The same goes for your duty. If anyone could do it, it would have been assigned to someone else, but instead it was assigned to you. Thankfully, you're not like everyone. You're not afraid of doing what is hard. You can resist superficially attractive rewards, can't you? Uh, so as for my journey, uh, it's definitely been a journey. I know last time, I, the last episode, I talked about me landing. And last episode, I uh, asked, it was a question. I was telling you, but it was a question. So that opportunity didn't pan out. It turned out to be a flop of an opportunity. It turned out to be a, it was a startup. And the guy just wasn't, remember how I kept talking about, well, you may not remember how I kept, uh, I said that the guy was just uncommunicative. And it started immediately. It started immediately upon me signing the agreement. And then fast forward, one of the partners uh, that I was working with, his name was Louis, Dr. Garcia. And he was awesome. And he texted me and he was just like, hey, Sabrina, I don't think you're going to have any clients. He's like, you may want to reach out to, the guy's name was Julian. He's like, you may want to reach out to Julian. And I'm like, well, you know, I kind of figured that considering how the calls were going with the clients because we were doing, I had been doing Zoom calls over the past couple of weeks with potential prospects and potential clients for marketing uh, efforts that they may need or that they were looking for. And uh, he was like, you may want to reach out to Julian. So I reached out to Julian. I just texted Julian and I was like, hey, I just heard from um, Louis. He mentioned that no clients were going to come on board. Can you just go ahead and void my agreement? I mean, I, I framed it better than that. 
professionally like I had a professional it was a professional text I could have called him but again I didn't call because uh, as you remember his communication was just punctual wasn't effective so I was just like let me just send him a text message and ask him to void my contract or void the agreement he never responded if that tells you something it tells you a lot he never responded to the text but uh, obviously I'm not working with them or I'm not working so yeah it turned out to be a shitty opportunity so I didn't land and I had that inkling on the last episode so yeah there's that Um, I do have a couple of upcoming I have one upcoming interview and then I have another upcoming chat one on zoom and another, uh, they're, well, they're both tomorrow. Um, one is on Zoom and the other one will be just like a 15, 20 minute chat about the roles. Um, so there's that. So I'm looking forward to those. Uh, I'm continuously, I'm continuing to network. I'm continuing to network online. I'm continuing to apply for roles. I'm continuing uh, reaching out to people at the companies that I'm targeting. I am, I even did something a little bit differently that I usually don't do. I was on Facebook specifically and I asked my network, I was like, hey, do you have a contact at this company? I am on Twitter, I'm on LinkedIn, but I've never used Facebook for that purpose because every social media platform is used differently. I use it differently. Twitter is for conversation, LinkedIn is for networking and being professional, uh, Facebook is for socializing. Every platform is used differently. So the things that I do on Facebook, I'm not going to do on LinkedIn. Things that I talk about or post about on Twitter, I don't post as much on Facebook. I very sparingly post on Facebook. So I use all of those platforms differently. So I, I, I use that example of me reaching out to people on Facebook and asking it, did they know someone at this company? And a few people actually responded and tagged a few people that worked at that particular uh, uh, organization. So uh, I don't know if that worked because that same day that company, that organization reached out to me for a chat so I don't know if that worked I don't know if that was just happenstance because no one reached out to me and said hey I know someone at this company let me reach out to someone there but I literally just posted it on my Facebook and two people tagged two people that they know that may potentially know someone at this company but I hadn't heard from anyone but then again that day I that that organization reached out to me for um, to chat about the opportunity. So I don't know if that worked. I'm hoping that it did. We'll see. So continue to stay motivated, folks. Uh, our experiences, the Black women experience, Black women's experiences are different, and we are going to get through this. I am going to get through this. I have. I continue to remain steadfast. I continue to remain optimistic. Obviously, I have my up and down days. And uh, yeah, so that's my, that's my, what I'm going through this week. Uh, but I want to get into this interview with, um, for the bet on her segment. This week, I had 
yes, her name is either Megs, Megzy, Megan Claire. Like she goes by a couple different names. I had a wonderful chat with her. She is was such a delight to speak with. But this is another black woman going through uh, her job searching journey, and I uh, just wanted to chat with you, uh, chat with her, and you're gonna hear it. But chatting with her about her experiences uh, in the job search so far, and just chatting with her about her experience. Uh, as a black woman who is a cancer warrior. She doesn't say cancer survivor, she says cancer warrior. So we're gonna get into this conversation with Megsy. Well, Megs, thank you so much for joining me. You have such a beautiful smile, by the way. You. I'm so excited to finally get to talk with you. Absolutely. I, I, I want to thank you for agreeing to chat with me today. How are you holding up? You know, I'm doing okay. Um, it was my birthday on July 3rd, mm -hmm. so I'm still above ground. So that's a, that's a good day. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I love telling people why well, I started recently just saying happy instead of just happy birthday happy another year around the sun because it is a blessing um to be above ground so how was the birthday celeb celebratory celebration how was it I was it was everything good because I know you said you were it, going out with your mom yeah um she threw me a birthday tea it was just the two of us and um she's known for her tea parties and uh she went all out for me the only child uh it was great you know uh, i came in with my mega huge fascinator which are they look like little bows it's what the british wear and it is huge i actually made it last year a friend took me to a milner and i helped make it because i said i wanted it to be as big as my personality so it's pretty huge <laughs> Well, actually, let's get started. Uh, introduce yourself, because we just, we're sitting here just chatting away, and I'm like, okay, so the listeners need to know who I'm listening to. So can you briefly introduce yourself, please? I am Megan Claire Chase, and I live in Dunwoody, Georgia. Um, a lot of people know me on social media as Warrior Megzi. I am a four-year breast cancer warrior. Mm -hmm. I like to say that uh, better than survivor. And I am one of the millions that was laid off due to COVID mm -hmm. at this time. So I am definitely in a career transition. Thank you for that. You actually... Uh you made me like you answered my initial question. So thank you, Megan, again, for joining me <clears throat> on the show. Uh, there was a, so I found you on Twitter and there was a couple reasons why I wanted to reach out to you. I reached out to you because I, I am also someone in job transition and I, I started this podcast, Megan, to essentially uh, discuss the inherent, I don't want to say strength because strength and black women is, I, I, I'm trying to eradicate that from my, my, from my vocabulary, just because when people think strength, they think that black women aren't tef, are Teflon and we're not Teflon. Um, but I started this podcast to, uh, to, to, because it takes a village, right? It takes resilience um, to go through this journey. Um, I've been on this journey for quite some time, and I just wanted to create a community of such, a community of support um, 
to become, to help others through this journey and essentially to tell black stories and specifically black women's stories. So when I saw you, I was like, okay, she's in job transition, but what also piqued my interest for you is I have a sister that is a cancer warrior as well. So I, mm -hmm. and uh, I don't talk about it much. I mean, it's not like, I don't talk about it much. Um, just because it's it's definitely a journey. She it, it it it's a lot to see, and I'm glad that she's still here, and I'm glad that she's still sharing her journey. But enough about her. And you mentioned that you were laid off, or furloughed, excuse me. So that's a little bit different. No, no, I was laid off. Like, oh, laid off. Okay. No furlough. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, so how long, Megs? Meg is Meg Meg Z because you have a couple different names. I'm trying to think of is it Megan Claire, Megs, Megan. So I'm just trying to figure out the best name. Megzy is what you prefer. You know, I I go by so many uh, different names. Uh, Megzy is um, you know another persona of mine. So feel free to use that. I, I love it all. Okay. Thanks, Megzi. I appreciate that. But that's why I reached out to you. And I, I want, and I, as me and you were chatting via the direct chat, I wanted to talk, because our stories aren't, our stories, Black women's stories aren't necessary. I wanted to amplify Black women's stories throughout this job searching journey. So that's why I shared that article with you, that Essence article with you about what it's like being a Black woman job search or being a Black woman on the job hunt. Um, so you... I don't know how long you you said you were affected by COVID, so it hasn't been too long, but you know that job searching isn't fun. It's not meant to be fun, <laughs> but it's definitely a journey, and it's definitely a different experience when you are a Black woman job searching, as I have experienced. And I just wanted to know, like, what is your journey? What is your background, Megzi? Uh, well, my background is in media and marketing. Um, I have a BA in communications, and so I have been a media buyer. I have been a, a traffic manager, uh, and then my most recent job was a marketing project manager. And the thing is, like, even though it definitely sucks to be laid off during a pandemic because this is so insane because COVID is just affecting every single industry. Like, it doesn't matter what you do, <laughs> what your background is, almost everyone is affected by this. But the thing is, I was already wanting to leave my job. Not the industry, but just that specific job. I actually think the industry too, like I, I did want to get out of corporate. And so this forced pause, it really made me reflect. And I started thinking, you know, I've, so long I've listened to naysayers, you know, you're told you need to go to college. You've got to be better than the rest as a black woman. You always have to be better, be better. And uh, you need to be, or you should be in business and you need to rise up. Well, I realized, you know what, I'm going to start betting on me because I never seemed to rise up, even though everyone told me I was an expert. I literally had that title. People would tell me at my last job, oh, Megan Clear's the expert on this. She knows everything on this. Reach out to her. Yet, I was let go. And so I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to start betting on me and maybe start freelancing and see if I can do better on my own. 
I love that. The name of the segment, Mexi, I don't know if I shared it with you, is the Bet on Her segment. So the name of the podcast is Bet on a Black Woman. So you like, but I'm like, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I, you're absolutely right. We have to start betting on ourselves. And uh, yeah, that's so interesting you said that. My background is marketing as well. Um, I started out initially in um, community relations and PR, and then it just naturally progressed into social and digital. So uh, it's good to know that me and you are connected in that space. Uh, yeah, wow, that's really cool, Magsy. I, um, I wish, I, sh I just think that's really cool. I, I really cool. I did <laughs> blow you away. <laughs> you did actually. I love that that segue. So, can you tell me what do you what's keeping you motivated? Like, do you have a tribe? Are you reading books or are you reading quotes or affirmations every day? Like, what's motivating you throughout this journey right now? Well, I'm definitely a woman of faith. Um, so it's my faith. It is quotes. Um, I really do have an excellent tribe of friends. A lot of them are in the cancer world, but some of them aren't. Um, and I've just had a lot of people rallying with me and encouraging me to, you know, do what I do. And it's been really, you know, at first I was really scared and I didn't want to talk about it. And then I was embarrassed. And they were like, we see you. We, we see your talent. You were put on this earth for a reason. You know, you were a four-year warrior, like, just believe in yourself. And I'm like, okay, if everyone else can see it, then I seriously need to see it. So I've been doing a lot of personal reflection. Um, and I write anyway. I am a writer. I'm a blogger. Um, that is how I'm known on social media is through my blog, Life on a Cancer Train. And through that, I've been able to be known as a writer, and it's so funny, I never thought I was a good writer. I have journals starting from when I was 12 years old up until now, and I never even thought to share my writing or my story or anything until the whole cancer thing happened. So getting cancer actually shook my whole world professionally because it, it, it made me realize, okay, with healthcare and insurance and, you know, sometimes having to keep my health a secret, uh, it was a lot of pressure and it's really unfair. And so throughout this transition here right now, I was like, you know what, I'm reading quotes, I'm meditating, I'm talking weekly with friends, I'm doing writing classes that are free, um, you know, and then just really pepping myself up because I do have talent and I refuse to allow those microaggression comments mm -hmm. uh, topple me off of my, my mountain because I, I deserve to, to be ahead. And I'm mad that I'm not where I felt I should have been, but you know what? I'm going for it now and I'm all in. So you mentioned, you said you never thought that you were a good writer. When, so you started to see that you were a good writer through your blogging and through the, um, people starting to pay attention through your blog. So it took you to affirm yourself essentially and to, it took, it didn't take, well, you were being affirmed by your community, but it sounds like you were someone who were just like, I, I know I'm good. I, I am good. I, 
I just appreciate how you didn't necessarily need someone else to tell you that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you said, yeah. you told yourself that, and then you just went forward, and then you started to be affirmed by your community. You didn't need that affirmation from your community. Uh, your community meaning like your blogging community and the people that are um, receiving your your message from your uh, blog but you didn't need it you just said to yourself I am a good writer I'm going to continue to write and I'm successful at my writing Um, that's just it's just positive to hear that like you bet on yourself in your writing and uh, yeah I, I appreciate that piece of it and I'm glad that you shared that well I mean you know as much as I'm thinking yeah I think this is good but then of course until you put it out there you know you have to open yourself up I'm like well maybe it's not as good as I'm thinking so the my followers and and the support I received like seeing that has actually also helped to build me up even more and just when I think, you know what, I'm tired, I'm not going to write anymore, you know, because every so often it's just like, oh, I'm done. And then someone will write to me who I don't know and say, you know what, your words just really mm-hmm. hit home with me, or I, you're, you're my voice, or thank you for helping me find my voice. And when you hear things like that, and you think to yourself, how can I not be writing? I must keep writing. And this is my, my new path you know, on this very long, (laughs) this very long road, because what a lot of people don't understand is after cancer, especially if you had to work during that time, you know, it it doesn't end after you're officially told you no longer have cancer. It is a lifelong journey. And, And so I finally was like, okay, now that we have COVID, I'm laid off again. I was laid off during the recession. And, you know, it's frustrating, but then I realized, you know what, it is really time for me to reassess um, what it is I truly want to do, because I don't really know necessarily how much longer I have on this earth, especially when you have such a major health issue. Like, for all I know, I could get cancer, you know, next week, again, you know, a recurrent or metastatic, like, you just don't know. And I was like, I need to make sure that I am doing what I can so when my day comes where I do leave this earth, that it won't be on a bed of regrets. Absolutely. So what advice can you give other Black women based on your experience in this journey of job transition or job searching? Like what tool, advice or tools or yeah, anything like that? Well, one of the things I... I did is I I like to write things out. I feel when you actually write it, not type it, but actually write it and see your writing, um, it, you get more out of it. So I actually took a sheet of paper and I, wrote, I drew a line down the middle and I wrote pros and cons, you know, and like I wrote all the things that I liked about my last position. And then I did another list of all the things, you know, I like to do or and love to do and have always wanted to do. And then I put all the things that I would absolutely never want to do or never want to do again because I've already done it. And I know it just is not fit. And then you actually start to see a pattern of where your mindset is. And so I would do that often. Um, 
because I was laid off actually the last week of March. Um, and so I've been doing that. And then of course, reading inspirational quotes and also reaching out to friends. And, but it's really important for black women, I think to actually lift each other up. Like if someone reaches out to you, please respond back. Like don't respond back three months later, like respond because when, you know, like we need to make sure we're lifting each other up and not tearing each other down and that we're not in competition with each other. Absolutely. I love that. That's, that's really sound advice. Uh, what's the one thing that you love most about yourself, Megzi? You know, I would have to say uh, my personality. Um, it is the essence of me. You know, it's always been zany, a tad extra, like I've been that way from the get-go. And I've had a lot of people try and, you know, put me in this, you know, round hole, but I always say I'm a square meg and you cannot put me in a round hole. <laughs> and, and, and people remember my personality. They, they remember, they tell me when I walk into a room, I light up a room and I'm like, you know what? I feel when people tell you certain things like that and they can be perfect strangers and you hear the same lovely compliments over and over again, then you know, that is the essence of you that people are seeing. And so I, I'm really, I've, I've been through a lot. I, I've dealt with, you know, with racism and heartache and illness and trauma, but yet my personality has always remained the same. Thank you. I love that. I got that from you immediately, just face-to-face. -face. That's why I wanted to do this face-to-face because -face, initially I've done just audio, but I wanted to do face-to-face because -face I wanted this to be a, com be a conversation. I mean, it can be a conversation on audio, but I just wanted to see your face and it came immediately through just looking at your face. Like you were just beaming. <laughs> so like- Thank you, Sabrina. You are welcome, Megs. Uh, so f finally, where I- this segment, I want to, I want to highlight Black women, obviously, in their career transition and in their career journey with the goal of helping her land her next role or next opportunity and through this medium, because you never know who's listening. And I just want to be able to amplify uh, our voices and our dopeness. So with that, Megzi, can you share with the community the people who are listening a little bit about you how if so whoever's listening right now uh how can they connect with you how can they contact you how can they reach out to you um you can reach out to me on twitter or instagram uh, my handle is at warrior megzi and that is m-e-g-s-i-e or I am on linkedin under my full name megan claire is the first name last name chase um, and uh, also through my blog, Life on the Cancer Train, you can reach out to me um, through the contact page. Perfect. Thank you so much. And I will make sure I list all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much uh, for participating here in the podcast. And thank you so much for sharing your story. I hope that who's ever listening is inspired because I was certainly inspired listening to you as well. So thank you so much for uh, participating with us, Megzi. Well, thank you so much for having me. And I love what you're doing in this platform because we really do have to continue to 
uh, lift black women up. And, and also we need to continue to bet on ourselves and trust our instincts because we are and have always been good enough. Thank you so much, Megzi, for joining our Bet on Her segment. You were such a delight to talk to. Wasn't she such a delight to talk to? She has such an effervescent personality. It just literally shines through the audio. Uh, Me and her were doing a a Zoom, so uh, came across on the Zoom. But I really enjoyed talking and learning more about her and her journey. And... uh, Uh, Again, thank you so much, Megzi, and I hope that you all uh, got the jewels that she dropped, the jewels of inspiration and motivation. Again, this segment is the Bet on Her segment where I have on the podcast where we highlight a black woman in her career job or in her career transition of jobbing. And the goal is to help her land a role through this medium because you never know who's listening and I want to be able to amplify black women's voices and amplify uh, our dopeness and tell black stories you can reach out to mexi all of her information is in the show notes and if you are interested in being featured on the bet on her segment for the bet on a black woman podcast you can email me at bet on a black woman at gmail.com i really appreciate you um taking the time to listen actually you know what i want to end this podcast with a um a an affirmation and it is from alex underscore l on instagram it says you are worthy of love even when they can't love you you deserve a chance even when they reject you you are worthy of joy even when they're not able to celebrate with you you deserve abundance even after loss You are worthy of good things and so much more, even when it's hard to believe. Again, that was from Alex underscore L on Instagram. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Bet on a Black Woman podcast with Sab Jackson. I appreciate you tuning in and until next time.